just walked in. Kings of the North is back. Woo! NFC North podcast with attitude. So much attitude. Rob with an H flanked by Professor Pigskin. It's going to be all right, folks. Trust me. And the beefcake. The true one king of the North. (laughs) We've already set the tone for this week. I like it. We're into it today. Yes, Uh. we are. I knew this was inevitable. Eventually, yes. this would happen. I'm glad it took until season three, you know? Season three? Okay. Yeah. It took three seasons to get to this point. It could have been worse. Where both of your teams are relevant, and then no, there's the going to be a critical game. The Packers are back where they belong. That's what it is. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, hold off oh for boy. a second. We'll, we'll get to all of that. Oh, and, and more. And more. <laughs> so much Kings more. In the North. Hope you enjoyed your Christmas. We all did. What was... Uh, what were some highlights of your Christmas, pals? Hmm. Highlights of Christmas. Hmm. Uh, you know, actually, we watched It's a Wonderful Life twice this year. Oh, yeah. And uh, the second time was better than the first. Really? Wow. Because you were more drunk, I assume. Clearly. <laughs> and and the, those one-liners, like, that, that, that movie zingers. is chock full of one-liner zingers. Like, Mr. Martini, how about some wine? <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. Ah, I can get behind that. Yeah, exactly. Good stuff. Um, I got a... Um, uh, autobiography by um, Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO, and I'm really excited Ugh. to get more in-depth into my favorite garbage. The number one Star Wars character. Okay. Okay. I, uh, Awful. I can't. Terrible. Who played uh, Boba Fett? Um, Did he come out with a autobiography? Yeah, Bozo. Some, some dude. Bozo. Some Bozo. Badass. Bozo Fett? <laughs> Bozo Fett. Oh, that's good. I'd sign yeah. up for that. That's good. Well, I'm we're, stealing that. Again, we're going to get into that coming up here a little bit later, too. But, and uh, more. And more. That's right. Well, thanks again for joining us on this week's zany episode. Uh, fellas, uh, should we just get right into it? Then? I like it. Sure. Normally, this would be the time that we uh, head to the bar. Mm. Um, but this well, week... A couple beers? Yeah. yeah. Go for Shots. Beers. All right. Well, not this week. Oh. This week, since uh, Christmas uh, just finished... Thought we would uh, maybe exchange some gifts. Ooh, I like okay. that. Yeah, let's uh, put some stuff under the tree. Under the ah. tree. Uh, All right, I am going to pour around an eggnog, though, because yes. I, mean, okay. I need alcohol to function. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Oh, what else man. is new? That's the one thing that's like, oh, I can't have eggnog anymore. That's kind of disappointing, but... There's nothing that says that you can't. That's true. I mean, you're an I alcoholic. Will. You don't need an excuse. I will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's go through this week's games and uh, give out some gifts as uh, as needed. Uh, let's go chronologically. Let's start with my Lions. Mm. Another critical loss. <laughs> critical loss. Big yeah. loss this Who week. Who did they play? So they played the Broncos. Ah, they they went in uh, in Mile High. They went down uh, twenty seven to seventeen. Uh, the highest tier. Yeah, that's right. But uh, again, just. Same old, same old. Defense can't do, can't hold anybody. It's, I David Blauamania, I think, is officially over. Um, yeah, I mean, it was a good run, though. I, I didn't watch run. any of this game, but I saw the result, and I was very happy for you, Rob, because this yeah. is this was a must we, another must lose game against a competing rival for that number one overall pick. Even well, though the I mean, Bengals the, have locked that up, but yeah, you still got two. plenty of... But there's two still, through five is pretty it's wide open. Yeah, yeah, wide open. That tie might be kind of a. Might that, that might might come back to haunt us a little bit, but again, I'm I can't 
I can't be too mad about a tie. Right, right, yeah. Having but, any season where there's a tie yeah. is... Uh, Ties bring so much joy. Yes, they do. It's like a little uh, tail at the end of your record. It's like, oh, what's yeah. that about? Yeah, you know? yeah, it adds a little <laughs> intrigue. And, and to this effect, I do want to reach into the tree for a present here. Um, yeah. And it's for you, Rob, with an H. Um, it's, a, it's a 2020 calendar. Um, <laughs> and it has uh, April Always. 23rd, 24th, and 25th starred. Uh, those are the NFL draft days. So <laughs> you got, really got uh, something to look forward to there. I thought you were going to say uh, February 8th. Oh, XFL. Go Dragons. Oh, can, Go Dragons. That's right. that in there too. I'm already looking forward to that. I'm, uh, Rob's uh, used to looking at next year. Yeah. It's part the, of his DNA. The Lions are Lions, the Timberwolves, all the teams that I yeah. root for, they're always a couple years away from being a couple years away. So. It'd be nice if, if Rory came out with a calendar. Like, oh, yeah. Like different sexy poses. Ooh, like a swim, Ooh. Rory swimsuit calendar? Yeah, I'd Rory sign me up. Maybe like a football helmet in front of his groin. And that like might, well, this kind now of with might the not be the best sexual harassment yeah. allegations. Yeah, maybe. It might be looking for something more wholesome. <laughs> Let it lie a bit. This I'm thinking Rory like with Rory, kids or something Rory like that. at different Detroit landmarks. Ooh, okay. Wow. Pretty There's much be Ford all. Field. How do you narrow it yeah, down Ford to 12? Field. <laughs> <laughs> Ton of strip clubs you can go to. Yeah, we're back in that territory. Rory so. up, Rory up one against or two, the rail. There's one or two of them with him like getting cornered by a bunch of feral dogs in the alleyway or something <laughs> like that. Right. Yes. Rory throws a bone to escape from feral yeah, dog I like tech. That. That's right. There's a ton of, uh, ton of options there. <laughs> um, I'm also going to uh, reach under the tree for a gift. Uh, this is for Matthew Stafford. Oh boy! Um, Doesn't he need one? I'm giving Matthew Stafford the full line of Copperfit products. <laughs> Smart. Uh, because if I learned anything from Brett Favre, hi, I'm Brett Favre. It's that copper <laughs> is the key to healing and everlasting, re- everlasting life. Actually. Yeah, that's right. Immortality, vitality. Yeah, absolutely. So he's going to be covered head to toe in copper. Yeah. Um, because if it worked for Brett Favre, it can work for Matthew Stafford. And also, I might throw in... I'm comfortable and right. Yeah, just for good yeah. measure. Yeah, just to, just to make sure he's on brand. I, I, I'm I curious. As Matthew Stafford is getting older and is starting... You know, he's he's had some injuries here these last couple of years specifically. Yeah. Is he morphing into Brett Favre before our very eyes? Ooh, wow. I don't know. I mean, um, I, I think that that's a kind comparison in sure. some ways. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, mean, I don't think field. he's a pill head. I mean, off the field. Yeah, I haven't seen off him in the field. I haven't seen his dick and Crocs yet. Either, yeah, so. that didn't happen until he was what, like thirty nine or forty. Sure, sure. So it's plenty twilight. of time left. So for when that. Stafford's a Viking in two years, <laughs> you wish. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, that going from uh, Kirk to eight. Stafford, that would be quite the upgrade. Yeah, well, that would that'd be a very Viking thing to do. Yeah, it would. Well. um... Any other gifts for the Lions? Anything for Rory? God knows he had a tough um, Christmas. No. <laughs> okay. He's fine. Fine. Yeah. Uh, we kind of... Sorry, Rory. We touched on this a little bit last week, but Chiefs-Bears, we anticipated Sunday that this night. was going to be a a bloodbath. That the Bears, I mean, their season's over. They're going to just phone it in. They go down 26 to 3. Awesome. Mm, 3. Awesome. Yeah, it was. And uh, Mr. Biscuit... Just look completely out of his element. Chiefs completely overwhelmed that defense, but not really surprising. I mean, no. the, the Bears are phoning it in, but it was in Chicago, so that must have Ooh, been tough. For yeah, him. on a Sunday night, right Sunday before night, Christmas, like yeah. profile game. Ho ho ho! Yeah, I mean, it looked tough. great uh, back in the beginning of the year. I'm sure you know that looked like a, a potential Super Bowl matchup. People were oh, talking, yeah. but uh, yeah, uh, Mr. Biscuit, just like man, dude, just stop. Just stop trying at this point. Stop. 
Uh, retire. I, I didn't watch the game, um, but I did see on, on the uh, the world famous um, KOTN Facebook chat thread. Oh yeah, uh, the pull sausage brought up the words double doink, and that really intrigued me. Ooh. Is there a double doink? That there was a double doink. There was a regular doink. There was a regular okay. doink. All right, yeah. all right. Did it go in or did it doink out? It did go. It did go in, as I okay. recall. I was think that, that the, was a three the for three the bears. It might have been. Yeah. Right, so their only th- their only points came with a doink. Okay. Yeah, that's right. right. That's nice. <laughs> that's should nice. be should be worth four. Uh, the doink giveth, the doink taketh away. That's right. If if there's anything I've learned from doing this podcast, it's that the doink, <laughs> the doink, it is that uh, it's that uh, it it does give, it does take away. Mm. Anyway, truly magical. Right. Yeah. That but, time of the year. I mean, let, let's talk about what. What we really want to talk about this week. Yes. Right, get, get ready. Uh, Let's talk about Monday Night Football. Packers. Are you ready for some football? Wow. That was pretty good. Not bad. Uh, some, uh, I'm in a little flat. Packers but. coming to town. They take down the Vikings 23 to 10. And wow. I'm just going to open it up to you two. I'm sure you both have some very, very, very hot takes. Well, first Would things, you like to care to go first? First things first. I got to grab a gift. Oh. Um, for Kirk Cousins. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I refuse. I know we said we weren't doing bar, the bar or anything this week, right. but I refuse to not drink while we're doing this. <laughs> fair, fair. You so, like that? Oh. You like that? Alcohol is a great gift. It's a great gift. You know, and the best I'm going to give him a really nice, really nice Cabernet. Mm, uh, wow. A great year, too. Oh, nine. <laughs> because uh, I believe we have a new record for Kirk Cousins on Monday Night Football. <laughs> oh, so I'm getting Kirk an 09 bottle of Cabernet. Yeah, but he won't drink it. But. <laughs> That's hard to hear because the word 2009 already like triggers me. Oh, without even any better. other context. Yeah. So even better. Yeah, that's that's hard to hear. That's hard to hear. Yeah, the Kirk, uh, not his best effort, was it, Professor? I mean, he's had better games. He's had better <laughs> games. Um, He's had worse games. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, and you will have worse games. I mean, oh, if sir. I was like ranking the list of like reasons why we lost a game, like Kirk wouldn't be like he one of my not, top, no. top picks. What would your top pick be? Would it be the offensive line? If we're talking about like, <laughs> like what's the problems with the Minnesota Vikings? It's clearly the offensive line. Uh, in fact, what, uh, so, wait, it, oh, so this is what? 2015? 2013 20 every team yeah 20 every team this is this is a, since we're looking, looking back on the like, decade yeah it's like yeah it's looking back yeah. the offensive line sucks the offensive line sucks the offensive line sucks um so i made a miscalculation um Ooh. i was so focused on the garrett bradbury ass sweat situation mm, that yeah. i didn't focus on the garrett bradbury plays like ass situation uh. <laughs> Turns nice. out, uh, so every time we play like a decent like defensive tackle, like one of those like big nose tackles, like a burly boy, I like to call them. Clark, sure. Um, every time we play a defense with a burly boy, um, a grave digger. Yeah, if you will. he uh, <laughs> Bradbury kind of gets um, his ass handed to him. Like when the, sweaty whether, ass, yeah, yeah, sweaty or not, it doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, it's, it's happened against like the Bears. It happened against the, against the Packers both times. A couple other teams too that have like one of those big burly boys in the middle. Sure, he's great at like that outside zone blocking he's athletic you know he can get out to the outside fast but when he has to take on like a, a real beefcake up the middle mm. it's it's, uh, mm. it's bad news for him and uh that like the defense collapsed the entire offensive line around there and the, uh, I mean, yeah. there were situations yeah, where bad. they were only rushing three and they still pressured cousins yeah, I yeah. Mean, you, you look bad. at you look at the uh you're you're a stats guy professor oh am and, i ever uh, it was i believe the, the gentleman's name is zadarius smith mm-hmm. who i I went back and checked the tape. He beat every single Vikings 
offensive lineman at one point for either a sack or a tackle for loss. Wow, that's a hat trick right there. Good for him. uh, Yeah, he obviously had a career night, but uh, yeah, it wasn't just him. It was the entire Green Bay defense suffocating Kirk Cousins. They had no run game whatsoever. Um, But one thing, you know, I, I, I have one more. I have another gift that I want to give out here. Because obviously the Vikings were abysmal and were terrible. Mm-hmm. But, um, Professor, you're a man of learning. Sure. And you're all about education, right? Right, right. So I would like Supposedly. to give something to Mike Zimmer. I'm going to oh. give him a coupon for a free lesson in manners. Oh. Because <laughs> after the game, he does. He comes over to midfield to shake Matt LaFleur's hand. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, kind of slaps it away. There's like barely any, like, he didn't even look him in the eye. And Hell that's yeah. just... Not not okay in my book. I I just that's pitiful. He's a and uh, he's a sore loser, isn't he? Big time sore loser. Bad football guy. Bad coach. And uh, can't wait to get Mike McCarthy in next year. You know that's that's very okay with me. I'm on Zimmer's side here. Like why? You're, I mean, he's a sore loser the, too. The Packers, you know, the Packers are lame. Uh, Lafleur is a dumbass. And like Mike the Zimmer should just beat you. Zimmer shouldn't be like touching Badly. hands with like bozos like that. So he's too good for that. So. Uh, I would support him. Um, it's, I like head coach with edges. Um, you know, he's a little Jeez. fiery. Uh, and uh, hell yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Whatever. Um, uh, sorry, I, I have a couple of gifts, but you were about to say something, Rob. I'm sorry. No, I, I was about to roast you, but I'll let you go first. Yeah, um, let let you, I'll let gift. you dig yeah. a hole yeah, for yeah. yourself. You can come in over the top later. Um, yep. You know, set up for that top rope slam here. Yep. Um, I, for, I didn't forget to mention that with my Bradbury take, I did have a gift for him. Uh, yes. There is... Because he's not very strong, right? Yeah, he's a weak. I gave him too many diapers. He yeah. needs to strengthen up. And there's one tool, and I think Beefcake can agree with this, that gets you strong. Ooh. And that's the shake weight. Uh, so ah, you need to give him a little shake yeah, weight action. Sure. <laughs> Call. That'll get that, get that little all shaking. Off se- all off season. Oh, yeah, just one for the home, one for the car, yeah. one Dude, for get, the boat. Yeah, have, have two going at once. Yeah, there we go. You need to get like the XL model. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the XL shake weight. I like yeah. that. Hell yeah. Um, so that's going his way. I do have a gift for you, Beefcake. Mm. Um, and, and for all of Packers Nation. Uh, you are going to open up this gift that I'm giving to you. That's being given to you that you did not earn. And the, inside this <laughs> gift is called the <laughs> NFC North uh, Championship uh, title, which you were obviously given this year that you did not earn. Wrapped up with a pretty little bow. You know what's interesting about gifts that I've always been taught about in Christmas time is that you only get them if you're good all year. So I believe that our Packers <laughs> did earn this gift wow. mm. um, in their own special way. That was, that was pretty a fast thinking on your feet there, Beefy. I'm, I'm on it, man. Yeah. This, I'm, Look at you I'm go. not letting He's very this, chipper. this episode. I've been waiting a long time for this episode. We're not. A, well, yeah, I have a kind of a gift that goes along with it. Um, it's it is for everybody out there. The conspiracist theory people oh, out there. Geez. And like I have you. a gift for them. And that gift is called the truth. <laughs> Just, just really. All right. So we're getting into this a little bit because here's the Ugh. thing. Obviously, I'm going to complain about the officiating uh, and I'm going to do it yeah. for good reason because, you know, Diggs got tackled on that deep ball. It, he, it, but the, before, the, before you do this, before yeah. you dig into this, I just have a really quick gift as well. Okay. I'm going to give to the refs. I'm going to give them a nice fruit basket. Okay. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. I thought this was one of the best officiated games I'm, all year. I'm sure you did. There was nary a flag in sight, which <laughs> is the way we want to see it. Let the boys play. Let let the boys play. <laughs> and uh, this is exactly the way it, that officiating should go. Right, right. Um, the game, you know, there was an obvious holding call that got called on the Vikings because yeah, they were terrible. That was a good call. Um, and other than that, there really weren't a lot of flags like at all, mm. which I think was the way we want to see football played. 
you know, that would be great. Assuming all the teams played clean. Unfortunately, <laughs> when you are grabbing a receiver's arm as he's trying to catch the ball, or when you literally tackle a receiver leading to a game-changing interception... Hardly game changer. Your definition it, of tackle, I think, is uh, I mean, a little th- suspect. There's a, he fell down to the ground because the cornerback initiated contact with him. You know, mm. the word tackle maybe is a, a little strong, but he knocked the a receiver little. over. Um, and according to the rule book, Section 5, Article Ugh. 1, uh, when you hinder an eligible player's opportunity to catch the ball, uh, and article, article 2 goes on to kind of talk about grabbing arms and initiating contact with an opponent. This is right from the NFL rule book, which I Googled today. Uh, these acts, these heinous acts, by the very rule book, deserve a flag to be called. Do you not think that grabbing a receiver's arm deserves a penalty? How many times penalty? do you think they would call pass interference if they went by letter of the law? Well, every player. Let's get into that a little bit, actually. Uh, I'm glad I you should have just been quiet. Because here's the thing. You guys are all probably thinking, all right, Professor, you're just being emotional. You saw something in the moment and it made you mad. And you're just acting on emotion. You're supposed to be a man of an academics and logic and integrity. I right? never have thought that. Yeah, that's your... You, you're, nope, you got nothing here. Well, I'm glad you agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to NFLpenalties.com... Oh. Guess what? Guess how many? What the average number of pass interference penalties called on an NFL team is so far this year? Per game? Uh, overall in the year per team? I don't know. Two. Fifteen games so far. I don't know. Fifteen. Uh, Thirteen so far. So just under one per. Yeah. Game. Teams are oh, averaging thirteen. Okay. How many have the Packers had called against them this year? Probably twenty-five. Like, like, how, like against their defense, how many times have they been flagged for passing? Oh, like two, I'm sure. Literally two. Yes. Nine. Because we're oh, sorry. awesome. Uh, so the, the average is get, 13. Get to the point, please. Uh, they've only been called for two. That's a pretty strong point right there. So all this things of me saying, hey, they're not getting called for pass interference. I'm seeing it on the field. The stats back it up. So the stats back it up. Let's just let's skip to the end of the end of your diet. Please. Oh, I got Please. I got a little bit more. I got a little bit more because <sighs> uh, this goes even deeper. You can look at this this uh, thing and it shows you which teams have got the most penalty yards called in their favor versus called against them. And you can see sure. the net average yardage sure. of each team. Uh, guess which is the only playoff team in the top five of like net beneficiary penalty yards. Gee, I wonder. You're Green Bay Packers. They're number You're four. You're a 13-time world champion, yeah. Green Bay Packers. <laughs> number one is Get Indy. Right. Number two is Miami. Number three is Pittsburgh. Number four is Green Bay. Well, but, here's what I ask then. Why aren't all those teams in the playoffs? If, um, if the fix is in, why aren't they in the playoffs? I'm not saying like the fix is in. I'm saying you're benefiting you from You are these. saying the sure. fix is in. Uh, and so guess what the next team that's in the playoffs is? The Vikings? Nope. The the other team everyone accuses of cheating all the time, the Patriots. Patriots. Oh, sure. Number nine. Well, they do cheat. We know that. Yeah, yeah we do. And we also know the Packers cheat. Every uh, other s- playoff team is outside of the top 15, unless the Eagles make the playoffs. They're number all that, eight. All that means is that they have a defense that plays good, clean football, and they take advantage of their opportunities on offense. But we have visual evidence of them continually breaking the rules, and then we have statistical evidence showing that this thing's happening. Professor, I want you to articulate what you think this conspiracy is. I don't know what's motivating it, but I'm telling you that this year, the Green Bay Packers have unfairly benefited from officiating, especially when it comes to pass interferences. I don't know why. Uh, I don't know if it's a deep state conspiracy theory. Um, I don't know if it's deliberate or not. But I'm just saying these, this is what is happening. Why would the um, deep state want Green Bay to win? Yeah, because that's a good like, question. They're like the, the historic team and blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. All that like family-owned nonsense. Family. 
yeah all that all that wholesome like wholesome good yeah all that bullshit football's family bullshit yeah i hate it i I just feel like your conspiracy theory doesn't hold up to scrutiny no i mean i have to have a motivation agreed I mean, I do not. His motivation is hate. I do not have yeah, the motivation, but I have clear a clear pattern here that the Packers are benefiting from officiating. And you look at it twice against the Vikings, once against the Lions, once against the Bears. That's four NFC North wins right there. You have a twelve-win team. That's wait, wait, actually wait. an eight-win. So team. you're taking the leap that the Vikings would have won this game were not for that pass interference non-call. I think they would have had a chance. No. They would have got the ball on the no. here. No. The difference is that the ball on the five yard line versus the other team having the ball on their like forty five yard line. The Vikings had the ball like the multiple times, multiple times in, gra- in, in the first possession. Positions. Their first and possession their, was so? first and goal, the and they only, only got a field they goal scored off. Uh, the only points they scored were off like twenty five yeah. yard field position. Yeah. yeah, but but like they score more than half the time in the red zone. So you give them another red zone possession, which they would have had. They have a better than 50% chance of scoring a touchdown on that. I possession. think Kirk would zero. have gotten picked off in the end zone. Maybe, had they. maybe, but we don't know. We don't know. Look, All I know is that's a potential 14-point swing. Can I give you a gift, professor? A potential 14-point swing in a game that was decided by about two scores. And that was very close until late. Okay, whatever. Uh, I, I think this is pretty obvious. I'm giving you some Kleenex, man. Yeah. You need to... Just You're, let it out. Yeah, just let it out. You need to have a good cry. Maybe there's some hey, other uses for it you could find. Drink some wine, too. That'll help. Hey, whistleblowers are American heroes, and I'm sorry that you guys are in part of the cover-up right here. <laughs> I want to read some tweets that the professor oh, sent out yes. before the game. Uh, yes! I, I will, I'm happy to go here. I'm very okay, happy to go so here. So, first tweet, some statist- fun statistically verified stats for you regarding the Vikings versus Packers game yep. tonight. Vikings are better at passing. That's Vikings are better at running. Vikings are better that's at playing accurate. defense. Vikings have a higher point differential. Those, those are all true facts. And then you subtweeted it by saying, all this is to say that the Vikings are better at every aspect of football, and it shows because they frequently blow other teams out and don't get blown out themselves. Nope. The Vikings are a superior football team and will win handily by double digits. Keep going. That. That's it. That's, That's your it. life. There's a, there's like a reply in there too. Uh, that I say I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that. You, so you're leaving out like my one caveat. What what was your caveat? Well, there's that two, seems well, pretty. There's there's what two caveat could you clean, add? That's with? pretty ironclad. Well, there's right two there. caveats. One was that the Packers have a better kicker. I did I did give him that that um okay that yeah. tip of the cap. Although he makes an, he missed an extra point, which is kind of funny. Yeah, but he made three field goals. It, it, was, it was nice to see like. Someone else missed an extra point is all I'm saying. That was a nice little sure. moment. Got it out. Got it out of the, yeah. you know, just That's, I felt I good about the so. system. I did mention that uh, the Packers often have the officiating advantage as is statistically verified right here that I just went through. They have a stati- officiating advantage. My mistake was I thought that wouldn't travel. I thought that stayed in Lambeau. You were acting like officiating is the sort of thing where every team should be at a level ground and everyone should be getting the same amount of penalties for and against them. Agreed. Uh, and you're, you're putting words it, in my mouth. Clearly, it's there. not the case. You're putting words That's in my mouth. That's what you're implying. No, I'm not. You're putting words in my mouth. I'm saying... Clarify that. I'm, I, say, I'm saying that I've seen many, many, many egregious uncalled pass interferences for Green Bay, and now I have stats that back up what I'm saying. You're trying to make it into something bigger than that. I'm not I saying... I think we've just that. seen a league-wide problem with officiating oh, yeah, being, for sure. being inconsistent. Sure. And, th- and that's but, the key word there is the inconsistency. And so some teams are having a large advantage due to inconsistencies. And I'm saying the Green Bay Packers are one this year. They've gotten at least four but you're wins. You're connecting that to some sort of conspiracy. Uh, I'm not. 
I, I, I'm not. I'm you not, throw around terms no. like deep state. Oh, that's for fun. <laughs> I can't tell anymore. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm. I'm not. Again, I'll say it again. I'm not prescribing the motivation to this. I don't know what the motivation is. All I'm saying is that the, what my eyes see on the field and what the numbers say are go hand in hand together. Okay. I mean, I have no doubt that the Packers are going to get blown out in the playoffs. I mean, that's. Second, I think you'll get the last laugh. Divisional round. Yeah, and you asked me to put a bow on this. Here is my bow on this. This is a 12-win team, 12-win team. That's actually an 8-win team. And the first <laughs> time that they face a good opponent that and the refs actually call the game fairly, they're going to get destroyed. Just like we saw them get destroyed by the, you know, the Niners. Just like we saw them get destroyed by San Diego. And it's going to be mm-hmm. beautiful. Los Angeles. Um, uh, yeah, geez, my bad. And so mm. we, we talked up the last couple of years about me being really cocky and about how you guys like being really excited to watch like it all blow up in my face. Yeah, because that's what you do. Yeah, no, and I'm just saying, she's on the other foot now, baby. As soon as this all blows up in your face, I'll be on this microphone I'm looking forward laughing. to seeing it blow up in both of your faces. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's, it's already blown up in my face. Yeah. It's well, pretty much done. I mean, you've still got playoff games. To, I mean, the Vikings are all still in the, the playoffs. All Let's clarify that. We are still in the playoffs. Yeah. All Number on the six road. seed locked up, baby. Winning in. You're in. There we go. I'm, ex- I'm excited for that. And I'm excited that we get a little bye week this week. Uh, this, ah, this week doesn't matter that. at all. That's nice. There is something to this that. This week doesn't matter at all. So well, we here's my question everyone. then, because this is kind of what's been thrown around there is after that horrendous offensive performance, does Kirk Cousins in the offense actually deserve a bye week? Or Ooh. does Zimmer, with his hard edges, put him in <laughs> yeah. against Khalil Mack and the Bears and risk <laughs> some serious quarterback injury? Zimmer would do something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> Mark my words, he's going to get like a broken leg or something this week and then be out for the playoffs. Yeah, that would be, that'd be kind of funny. Um, that bringing up the injury thing, though, I think it is fair to mention that like Dalvin Cook was out. And then and the, yeah. he's kind of good. Sure. He kind of is like our entire offense. Well, that's so. something we've talked about before. I mean, we I remember a segment we had. We posed the question, is Dalvin <laughs> Cook a bust? And I think so. Obviously, when he's on the field, he's he's been great. But... But... That bud of the yeah. injury, I mean, bugaboo for a guy who plays as physically as he does. Hard nose. I mean, this was his first full missed game of the year True. Um, against Green Bay. And they were saying that like if we we hadn't clinched the playoffs, they might consider playing him. So I'm kind of thinking they're being a little precautious with him and he'll be fine. But I guess we'll see. Okay. I guess we'll Doesn't see. Doesn't sound like a coach with hard edges to me. No, uh, soft yeah. edges. Um, I do have a couple more gifts that are maybe a little Ooh. more lighthearted, uh, but if, 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 I guess I kind of went off for a while. So if you have anything you want to put a bow on about the game, um, um, I'll let you go first. Just uh, first win in U.S. Bank Stadium. That's oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. Always good. And uh, Zadarius Smith, defensive player of the year. Let's go. Mm. Um, okay. I got two presents. Um, one of them is for Kirk Cousins. Ah, he um, needs it. And it is, um, I'm going to introduce him to Thin Crust Pizza. Oh, um, uh, and here's why. Enough with the pizza stuff. And here's why. Come on. Um, we all saw that awesome play, or what could have been an awesome play, when Diggs uh, got the end around and oh, threw that little right. pass to Kirk. Oh, yeah. That was funny. Uh, I laughed really hard and at Kirk, that. <laughs> Kirk, like a warrior, sold out and died for that ball, but uh, he couldn't quite get there. And a lot of people are blaming Diggs. For he wasn't in, even close For either. an accurate like he, pass. He dived for a ball that was like, Four feet away from his fingertips. He's, he sold out, man. Yeah. Uh, I respect that. People, are, people are, are blaming Diggs for a bad throw, and that might be true, but I think had Kirk maybe not been so hard in the pizza buffet, maybe got a little thin mm. crust instead of always going with a deep dish one, maybe it would have had enough speed it's to get there. Empty carbs. Yeah. 
So you're, what you're saying is Kirk Cousins is washed up and past his prime. That's exactly what I said. There yeah. it is. There it is. That's, the that's exactly what I said. Uh, maybe it's all that corn Kevin sprinkling on top is really weighed him down, but I don't know. It's probably the macaroni pizza. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Ooh, a car bomb. Shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is pretty that good. Sounds, I'll give, give pizza ranch good. that, but you can't go. I mean, how can you go wrong yeah. with that? Uh, lastly, I do have a present for Aaron Rodgers. Oh, here um, we go. Uh, you guys you guys may have heard the news that he and Danica bought a mansion in Malibu today. I did ah. hear that. Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of struck me that's a little bit odd uh, seeing that he has a mansion considering that like he doesn't have family who likes him or anything like that. Mm. Like why have all that all space? All those empty rooms. Yeah, right. And so I'm, in the spirit of Christmas, I want to gift him a, a heart three sizes larger <laughs> than it currently is right <laughs> yeah. now. And make him have a little like change of heart, maybe like uh, hang out with some people, carve a little roast beast and uh, fill that house up with some memories and some family and some laughter. Some Super Bowl rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that would be nice. Saying. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, Beefcake, any thoughts or impressions you want to give to the game? We listened to the Professor Bloviate for quite a while. Um, Your turn to Bloviate. I, I think the biggest thing is that everybody's been talking, in this, especially in this last... Uh, I got to say, the Packers didn't look great either. Defense did. Well, defense given did, they were um, going against an inept Vikings offense. I, <laughs> I felt like uh, the, la- the last couple games, it's been like, okay, yeah, the Packers have beaten these less than stellar teams and stuff. And they needed kind of a statement game. And I think this is the one that can really propel them into the playoffs. Uh, And uh, yeah, I think the defense showed up and said, Hey, you know, we're going to be the ones that are going to lead this team through the playoffs. And uh, it sounds good to me. Talk a little bit about after the game, the Packers getting a little, uh, getting a little, getting a little chippy in the post game, uh, post game commentary. So first off, I don't even know who it was. Speaking of classless, as they were exiting the field, Preston Smith, former Washington racist with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he. You like that? You like that? (laughs) He does his little Kirk Cousins impersonation. Great. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers in the post game interview talked about how it was so so Mm. good to go to U.S. Bank and get a win where this was the building that he got hurt and fans were cheering. uh, I saw saw something on Twitter that said that as part of the hype video, and I'm sure Professor can attribute to this, is that part of the hype video is is the Vikings showing Anthony Barr breaking Aaron Rodgers' collarbone on the big screen and like... Rogers is hurt. This idea that like that's their greatest memory in that yes. stadium. Like it's, that was like it, the front page of the sports section yeah. for Star Tribune, I think. Like the best moments of the decade in Minnesota sports. It's like injuring, injuring another pl- player. Yeah, that that's a little mean spirited. I mean, I'll a say the, the Star Tribune thing. I think is I think that's over the line. It was a clean hit, and um, <laughs> it was a good hard hit on an opposing rival. Nothing wrong with them. No, sure. With, with putting that on the highlight reel, it's not like they showed him like getting carted off. I'm sure they did. <laughs> uh, they did it against Denver when I went. Uh, they, I didn't see the hit. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Maybe uh, maybe they added the cart for Rogers. That would be probably. Cool. Um, I mean. I guess I guess I'll, <laughs> what I'll say is that if if um if it's okay for the Packers players to do that, then it's okay for Zimmer to do the little hand slap. Uh, mm. And wouldn't you rather have like a little chippiness this, going this both chippiness ways in the rivalry? A little like between players, WWE. Sure. Yeah, no, of course. The coach needs no, to be on this. No, coach can't. Look, coach has to show class if, for the if, organization. If we learned anything from watching the WWE, it's that the wrestler's manager is like the best source of this type of shenanigans. Mm. Um, okay. And so I think Zimmer taking up the charge is. Tried to think of how funny it would be if they had like the little hype video. They've got not only Rogers getting tackled uh, and hurting himself, but then also like 
him on the cart, like Adam Schefter or whatever, reporting <laughs> the ESPN coverage of it. It ends up being like a five-minute The place would go tribute. nuts. I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. I mean, as a podcast. In a season that the Vikings didn't that, I mean, they made it to the playoffs and everything, but they, they not really, like they got a Super Bowl out of it. They made it to the championship game, so it's yeah. a pretty good season. Hey, that's but, like the Super Bowl to me. Yeah. Let's I call guess. it. Yeah, I guess the championship about, game is my yeah. Super Bowl. It's all about perspective. Yeah. Um, quick question before we wrap this one up, Professor. Do the Vikings and Packers play again? Um, I don't fully know the Packers scenario. What are the odds of them getting they, the three seed? If they, they will win lose this, this if they week, win this week, they'll they get won't. at worst a two seed, possibly a one seed. Okay. Let's assume they lose. What if they lose? They lose, they'd get the th- possibly the two mm-hmm. or the three. Okay. So, I mean, obviously Blaumania is about to... We'll get into Jeez, Blaumania more. I don't more. know. I think Blaumania's if got one more run. If they lose this week, it's pretty... Uh, it, I think if they lose this week, they play the Vikings. Right. Um, so, if the Packers get the one seed and the Vikings won in the first round, then, then they, they would, would play. play. If they got the two and the Vikings won, they wouldn't. So, they would be in the championship game. Which I don't think yeah, so the Vikings will get to. We got like... Um, I'd say we got like a 50-50. I don't even think there's that. Are you hoping so, Professor? I would like I would like that. I think that the whole playing your rival three times in a season thing is pretty fun. Yeah, um, yeah. And like, if I'm I looking at so all too. the other NFC teams, I mean, I'm not saying the Packers are the easiest of the bunch, but they're not the Niners. Um, I'm, yeah, who, nobody, no, no, I'm afraid of. That's the only one I don't uh, want. It's looking like the Vikings are going to draw the Saints, which is like hard for me on a lot in of... In New Orleans. It's hard for me on a lot of levels. Yeah. Back, to, uh, like back to the old stomping ground. Yeah, yeah. So if, I, if I hate any place more than Lambo, it's, uh, it's the Superdome or whatever the new place is called. So yeah. No, that's it. Okay. I've got uh, one more gift to give that has Ooh. nothing to do with any NFC teams. Uh, well, sort of. Uh, beefcake. Yeah. I am going to get you a Carolina Panthers jersey because <laughs> Mike McCarthy has oh. interviewed uh, for head coach. Sure. And uh, I can't imagine that they can say no to him. Right. Um, so the way I see this, they're going to be your new second favorite team, right? Um, well, a couple things going on here. Carolina Panthers have interviewed him. They've interviewed several coaches, mainly because they were the first ones to fire their own head coach. Right. So I'm sure that uh, Mike will, as a shrewd businessman, say, you know, let me hold off till after the year's done, see what other jobs have opened. So you think they've already offered it to him? Oh, uh, certainly. Unconditionally. Unconditional, 20 years, 200 million guaranteed, (laughs) twice Gruden, you know, the whole nine years. Two X Gruden. Yeah. So, uh, but I think he's smart and we'll uh, see what other options are on the table first. Okay. Cleveland Browns. Ooh. Cleveland. Okay. Is that wow. what you're hoping? Are you hoping oh, he goes to the AFC? If he went to the Browns, I w- oh, of course, I want him to go to the AFC. Okay. Because um, then I can just have my AFC team to root for kind of thing. You know? Right, right. Are you going to yeah. get like a McCarthy jersey? Like, I like would a Browns a McCarthy, McCarthy I, like zero, you, zero. I would want one of those like Browns windbreakers that says McCarthy on the back right. or something like yeah. that <laughs> that he wears on the sidelines. <laughs> Absolutely. I like, that. like I like that. Size triple XL or something mm. like that. Oh, yeah. Mm. Probably even might even be four XL since he's had a year away from the game. We'll have to see. Yeah, he has okay. been living in Green Bay. Oh yeah, it's high calorie town. All right, good call. Well, gentlemen, uh, it was fun talking about football, but I think we're going to uh, turn our attention elsewhere. Yeah, fuck that shit. Now. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the holiday tradition continues in the hunt. Come back with us. Okay.
We're back on the Kings of the North. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kings of the North. Good to be back. Yeah, I'm back. Rumbling, bubbling into In the Hunt. As yes. you know, uh, In the Hunt season is almost uh, almost done. One more mm-hmm. week, baby. One more week. I'm sure you know this by now, but we've been uh, following the uh, kind of concept that you see on NFL games around this time of year where they have the three-tiered graphic. The division leaders, the wild card teams, and the teams that are in the hunt and dwindling mm. yeah, week by week. It's kind of, it's NFC much, doesn't have any in the hunt teams yeah, anymore, but set. the AFC does. Yeah, the season's yeah. still up for grabs in the NFC, but no, no one's in the hunt. Yeah, uh, and we've been applying that concept to some different topics. And since uh, the latest Star Wars movie just came out, and since both uh, Beefcake and The Professor are huge, big nerds when it comes Hell to yeah. Star Wars. We're just going to do it uh, in the hunt, Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. And this Love will, it. This will be good because I think Beefcake and I are Star Wars fans like we are football fans. We're both very passionate about it, but like our views on what is good and not good are oh, yeah. radically different. Absolutely. Just like with like I Zelda. Guess, and I guess we're about to find out. I guess, like maybe, maybe not so radical after all. Yeah. We'll see. I yeah. mean... Uh, From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> That, He's got a good point of view, I got to yeah, say. He true. makes a lot of good points. Doesn't have the high ground. No. No, no. not that time. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Professor, okay. you go ahead. So in The Hunt, I, I have two movies. Um, the one that kicked it all off, uh, New Hope, is in The Hunt. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's Interesting. A good, it's a good movie. Uh, it's very enjoyable. Self-contained plot. Um, but uh, <laughs> the pacing is not always the best. Not always the best pacing job in it, certainly. And... Um, like if you really look at it closely, Beefcake is already fuming. <laughs> um, like they, they didn't really have things figured out. Like Darth Vader was just an evil robot at the time. They didn't really know he was like Luke's father and stuff like that. Spoilers. Um, so this is good. It's, don't get me wrong. I like it, but there's better ones out there. Okay. I also have um, episode nine, the rise of Skywalker. In there. Ah, you ah. put it in there. I've slipped it in there. I won't go into too much detail. Well, maybe we will. I don't know. No, let's not. We'll let's keep, not we'll keep it relatively spoiler free. I'll say that. Not a perfect movie, but a very fun movie. I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a it lot was of fun. entertaining as all hell. The, the flaws were small, but every every Star Wars movie has flaws. Yeah, um, well, not but, everyone. Um, mm. I think I think they all do. Uh, but uh, it was it was a kick ass movie, and I it liked it a lot. Yeah, very fun. Uh, Great popcorn movie. Uh, sure, as all Star Wars movies should be. All right, Wild Card. I got two more. Um, we have. Episode seven, The Force Awakens. Sure. Which, nice. is, which is a super rad movie. A really mm, fun. Rad. Love the hell out of it. Um, just like an adventure the whole way through. Awesome characters. Cool world building. Great stuff. Uh, I also have... This is a little controversial here. I threw The Empire Strikes Back in my wild card spot. Uh, Interesting. Interesting. It's, it's one of the best Star Wars movies of all time. But I, I, I want to challenge this perception that it's like unquestionably number one. I don't think it's necessarily unquestionably number one. I agree with that sentiment. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's obviously great. I don't have a lot of I don't want to say like bad things about it because it's awesome. Um, but, you know, the second act does drag a little bit. Um, and it, it does introduce <laughs> us to Boba Fett, who, you know, like is yeah. like the most overrated the Star Wars Star character, Wars of all character time. ever. Um, although Lando really does rescue the movie quite a bit. He, oh, he's a huge I like boost. Lando. Huge yeah. shot in the arm. Uh, and like, if we're talking about the funniest moments in Star Wars history, is like C-3PO on the back of Chewie, like kind of chewing out oh, R2-D2 yeah, the whole time. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> no, that's so good. That okay. whole thing with Chewie and C-3PO yeah. is 
fantastic yeah. through the whole, and it and it, it permeates the entire movie yeah, almost it's, it's which great. I love he's just like nagging people the whole time as he's like strapped to the back I will say this that's what you enjoy times. I will that's say this stuff. 3PO is at his best when he's paired with Han Solo and Chewbacca oh, that's, that's very true right. that's very true I get that because they're just shitting on him every <laughs> it's time. great yeah <laughs> hell yeah that's what C-3PO is kind of a lightning rod of hate but that he's just too it. much though <sighs> for, for my taste I don't know I don't know maybe um, definitely division winners. I actually have three division winners. Uh, oh, I was having a hard time. I didn't have that many. Jeez. Uh, make one, up your mind. I'm throwing one in here that I don't know if you have on your list and I'm putting rogue one in there. I liked rogue oh, one a lot. Okay. I, I, I stuck with only the yeah. Skywalker saga, but yeah. that's, I that's thought fine. about doing that, but I really liked rogue one a lot. It's a great movie. And, I'll give you that. Uh, and the ending sequence with Vader. Oh, hell and yeah. The way it goes right into number four. Yeah. Very cool. So good. Um, then my other two division winners, I'm going with um, two <laughs> Jedi themed uh, movies. God damn it. Uh, we're going to take uh, Jedi The Return Of, uh, which is definitely the best of the original trilogies. Uh, the battle scenes are the best. Um, the the theming of Luke and Darth Vader's fight is the best. It's all good. Not a big fan of the Ewoks. Oh. Uh, I mean, I think they kind the of gave it like this listen, cutesy kind of feel. The Ewoks are the least of my problems with that I, I, movie. I think the, the Ewoks okay. are. I like the Ewoks. I'm, They're fine. I'm, I have no problem with the Ewoks. I'm not like <laughs> not high on the Ewoks, but I'm like slightly above average on Ewoks. I'm lukewarm I'm on Ewoks. I'm on average with yeah. the Ewoks. I, I, I like that they. I like the idea of like these like kind of primitive creatures helping overthrow sure. like, the Imperial. Yeah, I think it's cool. kind of cool. It's cool. Um, I, uh, that, that scene in the village does take a long time to get through. Uh, I'm sure. with you there. Right. But like, I think during the battle, they really uh, they carry cool. their weight. When they use the two logs to smash the yeah. ATST, that's, that's great. great. So, like, Love that. Sure. So Jedi has like that land scene, then the space battle, then like the, the battle, the lightsaber, the lightsaber battle, battle, all yeah, at the same all time. Great. It's and great. they're all interconnected. And then just uh, it, the cuts are just one sure. to the other to the other. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I actually have a, a, a different category too. I'm throwing in there. Uh, the team that no one wants to play category. Ooh. Uh, I've made it up here. We're going with the Rift Tracks version of the holiday special, <laughs> which is Jesus. fantastically fun. You could just, the, the holiday special it, itself the, is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. I like the Rift Tracks version because, you know, they, they really skewer it. But, um, okay. But obviously, the team no one wants to play is the holiday special. That's the, that's your final, that's what you want to leave us with. <laughs> yep. That's my last thought. It's holiday special. Okay. Whatever. Who is your third division winner? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about. I forgot to get my third one in. Uh, it's obviously the Last Jedi, which is the uh, best of the new trilogy. Um, like, ev- don't expound on this quite yet, please, because okay. we got some stuff to talk about. Okay, I, it's gonna be our longest episode ever. Yeah, probably. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah, we can talk. We can get into this more later. I'll let you go. All right. Well, I'm gonna start with my in the hunt. Um, I'm gonna start with the Force Awakens. Okay, I think sure. it's yeah. like like you said, great movie, very fun. Um, were you kind of nervous going into that one? Certainly, especially after the prequels, and you didn't know what you were getting into yeah, necessarily. Yeah, of so course. it was, if anything, a pleasant surprise. Great popcorn movie. I cried when Han Solo died. That was you know, yeah. spoiler. That was um, intense. Yeah, it, it, great, great movie. Like the whole theater gasped. Uh, yeah. the, the, oh. the crowd reactions of that movie were the best yes, of any movie. Ever been. The first time the Millennium Falcons on screen, that people oh, yeah. cheered. cheered, people yeah. cheered and it stuff. Was awesome. And speaking of crowd reactions, that kind of goes into my second in the hunt movie, The Phantom Menace. Oh boy, <laughs> which I believe is an underrated commercial gem. It's the uh, first of the prequels. First be, of the prequels. It's definitely not rated very highly. You're right about it's, that. Uh, if if nothing else, you have to admit that the lightsaber battle between 
the two Jedi and uh, Darth Maul is one of, if not the yeah, best in the entire good. series. I, I will give you that. It's a great lightsaber fight. And and I think for that, it like I feel like that blows away any of the lightsaber battles from the original. Absolutely, yeah. that kind of opened the door for lightsaber battles. I think yeah. in general, yeah. if you're talking like you know like the action esque, the 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 stunts, like the yeah. choreography. Yeah, the original trilogies are the worst three. Yeah, I'm just thinking about that lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, Jesus. It's, it's like so bad. Kids in, in basements with toy lightsabers have better lightsaber fights than that. It's, it's like, ooh, he twirled around once. <laughs> yeah. it's, you know? it's horrible, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I and the hunt teams. Um, in my wild card spot, um, I got one that's similar uh, to what you had, Professor uh, Return of the Jedi. Mm. I... I mm. Hey, Again, respect. very, very good. Um, I don't think it's a perfect movie by any by any means, um, but boy, is it, it as my as a kid, it was my favorite. Just because of uh, um, my favorite part was the entire part at the beginning on Tatooine with Jabba. That which Jabba's people forget palace. all that all the time. The Jabba's palace sequence is so good. It's so great. It's also one of the best Super Nintendo games of all time. Oh, there yeah. you go. Really hard. Very hard. I used to have a book that had like all of the. Star Wars characters and all the gear and everything. Oh, sure. And it went into all the different people in Jabba's palace. It's just so kind of so many of these weird little yeah these creatures, weird yeah. characters and creatures. Yeah. It kind of reminded cool me of the cantina that. from mm. episode yeah, four, yeah. kind of, but yeah. more. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, if like one of the best things about Star Wars is all the weird aliens and like there's so many good ones and the, the detailing is so good. Like even like the Rancor keeper crying after the Luke kills the Rancor. Just the small details sure. like that. This is great. Yeah. And uh, my other wild card is going to be Star Wars the Original, Episode 4. Ah, sure, um, sure. Like you said, certainly not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination, but one, it kicked off the entire thing yeah, and completely credit. changed the movie-making experience forever. Yeah. And uh, it's it's just, it, it's a classic, and everybody loves it. It's hilarious. Or it's else. got action. It's got rom- not really romance, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Implied romance, at sure. least. Uh, Incestuous romance. <laughs> What a swim, baby. Uh, <laughs> what I like about number four is this the one where like Princess Leia is super funny. She's hilarious. Well, like as soon as like she becomes a romantic interest, she just kind of like loses like her, loses all of her ledge, funny lines. Yeah. Like they don't give her good lines anymore. But in episode four, she's just like a, a zinger. Like every one liners, everything out of her the, mouth is just long. super funny. It's her and C three PO's movie, man. We're just watching <laughs> Han Solo, baby. Come on, <laughs> enough with he's the best. And uh, finally, I got two division leaders for you. The first is pretty obvious one. Uh, I mean, Empire. There it is. Sure, gotta gotta throw it up there. Sure. Um, just, just the the amount of uh, the 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 soul, the war that's going on within Luke's soul throughout that movie is just so good. Yoda is incredible in that. I mean, that's the first yeah. time we saw Yoda as a puppet. Like he's just, I I saw it as a kid. Had no clue that he was a puppet. Thought he was just like a a guy out there. <laughs> So, um, practical like effects, one, baby. Fucking, one yeah. foot tall guy. <laughs> hey, you never know. Like, baby. And, uh, this baby's got Yoda's also, yeah. Yoda, early Yoda is some of the funniest Star Wars dialogue yeah. you'll ever get before he, like, reveals He's who he so is. He's so senile. He's it's hilarious. weird that he goes from being, like, this quirky, like, annoying little creature to all of a sudden he's like Jedi master of the he's galaxy. He's almost like an Ewok at first in a way, yeah. you know, like it's, it did all suits on Luke there. Yeah. I like, how he gets like kind of, in that movie. He's kind of intimidating. Like, like Luke's like, I'm not afraid. And he's like, you will be You're like, Oh shit. Yoda. Yeah. 
It's intense. It's the darkest of. Uh, you'll notice both my division leaders are the two darkest movies. Oh boy, um, God surprising. Damn you. And uh, my other division leader, obviously, Revenge of the Sith. This, oh no! You were the chosen one. Despite a couple <sighs> flaws in the dialogue, and writing, yeah, one or two. <laughs> yeah, one or two flaws. This was my favorite movie that I saw in theaters easily. Um, mainly because it was able to, it has, well, one awesome lightsaber fights again. Oh yeah. You'd see Yoda fight the emperor. Like, hell yeah. Give me that any day of the week. I had a hard time with that one. You're wrong. <laughs> like it's like too much flipping. Whatever. I don't care. Same thing with number much? two. Can't have enough. You can't. Uh, have I just it felt too much CGI for me. Whatever. And, uh, the big thing for me was it was just, it, it is such a great job of wrapping up the, the prequel trilogy and, and tying up all the loose ends, setting everything up, and you get to see the Emperor's master plan all come together, and it's just oh, yeah. so You're a big good. fan of master plans. Oh, hell yeah. My my whole thing with the prequels, especially 2 and 3, which I feel like are like slightly different than 1. Like 2 and 3 are like they're, one they're, long movie. Yeah, right? okay, fair enough. And so my problem with those two um, is that like it really relies on like the love story between Anakin and Padme. And two like, definitely does. And like... like Obviously, Hayden Christensen. Uh, he's my number one. Your Canadian. number one overall Canadian. <laughs> he's not. He is not the problem. Uh, I don't know. He's just. I don't. He's think not he, the problem. He doesn't have the acting chops to like carry that stuff. And well, like, it's because the writing is absolute horseshit. That's bad too. That's bad too. And then like, I feel like Natalie Portman like just did not want to be there. Like she's so talented. And yeah, I definitely wanted her to be there. I mean, when you wanted that to be thing everywhere. like claws her stomach and oh, she, I, I, yep, yeah, I, I know. Mean, uh, but like. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> I, don't, I just think for a, the movie relies so much on the love story and they both like just are not bringing it and the, the dialogue is bad. If they like that, those movies to me are like the Stefan Diggs, Kirk Cousins past where like they could have been amazing, but it just didn't have a chance. It just flopped. Uh, and because like if they like put the spotlight on the emperor and made it this like political thr- thriller, I'm in. But they made it a so love story. They had to add in the romantic element. And it. like, and, but and, that's a key part of his fall. So it, it makes it is. sense. I mean, it is, but like they didn't like execute it. The amount of time they devoted to it, yeah, versus what they got out of it. Yeah, it's like, like it's like a seventy thirty split, and it had been like more forty sixty. I think you have something. Well, that's just my opinion. That it's wrong, but but, but you, you are right about the the Obi Wan Anakin lightsaber fight. It's awesome. the best one of any of the movies. From my point Ooh. of view, the Jedi are evil. You know how I feel about Darth Maul. But, yeah, I mean that's that's fair. That one's um, really good. One quick thing before we wrap this up is that I also have another category. Oh, we oh, both that is out. the statistically eliminated category. <laughs> oh. And I'm putting The Last Jedi where oh, it belongs. Oh, no. Really? Easily the worst Star Wars movie of all time. Wow. It, it's like honestly like a top three one it's for me. I think terrible. it's so good. It's absolutely terrible. It is does not feel like a Star Wars movie at all. It is not entertaining. It's trying to do this thought-provoking weird thing with Rey, and I hate it. Can can I can I give give me like sixty? I won't go along, but can I like can I like just stick up for the last Jedi for a little bit? Yeah, of course. All right, it starts off Keep it quick. Awesome space action scene uh, with Poe like blowing up the ship and all the bombs and stuff like that. Oh yeah, when Princess Leia goes out into no no, I'm talking about like before they're escaping when they're escaping the planet. Sorry, I only saw it the one time. Well, maybe you should see it again. No. I think you might like it. It starts off with an awesome like space fight. Um, that's really really good. Um, I, I will grant you that the Princess Leia thing is a little. Awful. Like, it wasn't my best. It was a. It was a stumble. 
but like every movie has a stumble. Like if we're going to focus on like the stumbles of a movie and not acknowledge what's good about it, like why talk about it? Um, the Luke storyline is fantastic. It's the only storyline that makes sense. Like obviously he needs to like fail and like be redeemed by Ray. That's like the, the only way to tell his story at this point. Uh, so all that stuff's super awesome. The, those scenes between those two are very entertaining. Uh, the Kylo Ren's character is like the best character in like maybe all of Star Wars. Um, it's, he's so good. He's like the the relatable villain, the guy who's like, I want to be evil, but I have to be good. Like how that's like kind of the flip of like Darth Vader. Super good. Um, I want to be he wants to be evil, but there's like good in him and he, he can't like fight it off and like seeing that struggle. It's great. Um, the lightsaber fight in the throne room, like uh, the killing Snoke is awesome. Like there's so many awesome like space battles. And then like that last, the third act on like, the salt planet is like the coolest part of the, like the entire trilogy. Like this, all those, like the millennium Falcon coming in, they recreated like the episode six death star scene through those like salt caves and everything. It was really, really good. Are you done? Are, yeah, yeah. Are you done? It feels like so Star Wars like. It's, it's like the most Star Wars movie. I've never actually seen this movie and now Good, I don't, don't have to. Just don't. Because it seems like he went through every scene. Just don't. Oh, I left a lot out. Yeah. Um, I've got some. Oh, hell. I, I'm obviously not as big of a fan as you guys, but uh, I've got some different things that I want to point out. Let's let's see. Okay. So I did not choose any of the movies for mine. <laughs> awesome. I, I took a little bit different approach. Um, I'm taking more like merchandise and Ooh, that sort of stuff. The wow. fun stuff. I've got two things for my in the hunt category. Uh, first thing, I'm taking the VHS covers of the oh, uh, remastered yeah. trilogy. Remember, it was like I got Darth those. Vader's face, I got those at home. Stormtrooper, um, and Stormtrooper Yoda. and Yoda. Yeah, yeah those are awesome. awesome. I, thought, I just remember going to the Apple Valley Galaxy oh. Library and they oh. had those. I must have checked those out like. 10 times each. That was a good Christmas awesome. when I got those. Yeah, they look great. Great presentation piece. Um, yeah, just fantastic. The other thing I'm taking in the hunt, um, I'm taking uh, Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2. Oh, hell yeah. That is one of the best games I've oh, ever played. What was your, what's your character's name in that? It's uh, like uh, Kyle, uh, Kyle Katan, Con, I think yes. it is. Is that yeah. the one where you're like Death, Darth Vader's apprentice or something? No, no, no. no, no it's, this is outside of one, like, think, yeah, right? this is. Oh. Yeah. Whoa, I don't think I yeah. played this. Oh, I this played is, that growing up. This is kind sure. of a sem, uh, seminal kind of first person. Doomish. Uh, kind of thing. Doomish kind of shooter. Huh. No uh, kidding. But the, but the lightsaber is awesome. You go so through all cool. these cool uh, cool worlds and yeah, just a fantastic game that still holds up uh, to this day. Great, great pick. Great soundtrack too. Great pick. Um, wild card. This, uh, I'm taking Star Wars Monopoly. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Love Star Wars Monopoly. Sure. I almost made this joke in the group chat, but then I was like, wait, Rob's going to pick it. Like, there's a 100% chance you're going to pick it. So I, I held off, and here it's you, good are, one. Here you yeah, are. I am, yeah. Uh, but yeah. I they, had that too. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, you get, the, you have, uh, I, can't, I can't even remember. I know that the hotels are like the Imperial Cruisers yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I think the, yeah. Star Destroyers, yeah. Star Destroyers, yeah. The Star Destroyers, and then, um, is it Millennium Falcon the other one or the houses? Like that, yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. But I'm trying to remember what the uh, like the the Baltic and Mediterranean are like Dagobah's hut and yeah. like the swamp or whatever. <laughs> the shitty ones. Yeah, yeah. Then I think it, I think it's Park um, Place and Boardwalk are I think Death like Star uh, or something. No, they're like, oh, like uh, Coruscant. Coruscant. Yeah, yeah Coruscant and the Imperial yeah, the Palace or whatever. Like Hoth, uh, like Tink right, is a Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and awesome. the uh, the railroads are all the different uh, ships. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Millennium cool, Falcon cool. Yeah. and all that. Uh, it's really cool, really cool stuff. Uh, and then for my division leader, um, this is one that 
I think all of us have played with at some point still holds up even though it's not the most technologically advanced thing. I'm taking the telescoping lightsaber as my division leader. I, um, I gotta say, I must have gone through yeah. twenty of those. I was yeah, ask how like, many of those you broke? Because we definitely God. you could get the ones share. that have the little flashlight in them if you want, but just the standard one. That how mu- how much fun was it when oh. to like flip it out? Yeah, just and like then, flick. Yeah, and just smash people and knock over stuff. Yeah, I remember after episode one came out, me and my friend both got a Darth Maul one. And oh. Those things were, were garbage after like a day and a half because yeah. we just yeah. went hard. That's the thing, so yeah. hard. It's you, yeah, you you get if you got a week out of it. You Back were when like, kids yeah. used to be violent, yeah, used to be allowed to be violent. Yeah, yeah. just got to beat the shit out of each other with a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. Back yeah. When, yeah, better times, yeah. better times. That's exactly right. I mean, I we could have had a whole thing on Star Wars video games. Did you ever play like the GameCube Rogue One game? Yes, that I did. Far too. superior to the to the original. Yeah, way better. So good. They haven't remade a, an, any other system, and then like I'm just waiting for like it's it to come perfect out. Perfect Switch one. Yeah, it would be great. It's so it's you so start great. off with the first level is like just playing up the Death Star. Yep. You get the Hoth level and level two. Sure. The last level is like the end of Jedi. And That'd be great. Yeah, it's so good. I'm in. I would yeah. buy it right away. Just take my money, Nintendo. Nice okay. the Old Republic. Uh, I never played that very much. Uh, I know, like some people swear by it, um, but I came into it too late. Oh, so good! Yeah, I, I, yeah. I bet I would like it, so but I good. just like I never got around to it. Yeah, you can choose to be good, evil, or somewhere in between right. and stuff. It and felt yeah. like it, yes. it was a really good at giving you options of where to it's go. All, right? uh, it's, it's RPG, baby. Yeah, good call. Mm. Turn base. I mean, we could go on and on and on and on, and I'm sure we will once we take break. But yeah. uh, let's just uh, end it here. Let us know what you think. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Since we're still, I'd still say we're in the holiday season. Definitely. Oh, We're going to come back. A extremely controversial four-down territory awaits us. You're going to want to stick around for this. Kings of the North. We're back on the Kings of the North. Thanks for coming back with us, Rob, with an H. With the beefcake, with a B, and the professor with B. It's going to be fine. Everything's fine. It's fine. Well, that's a layup. <laughs> we've got a bad feeling about this. All right, fellas, it feels like it's been a while since we've done this, but we're about to delve into mm. four-down territory. Ah, and, a couple uh, of those on Monday night. I kind of just brought this up as a suggestion, and I had thought that we had done this because it seems so obvious, uh, but we've never done uh, Christmas songs. Holiday songs. Holiday songs. Sure. Holiday <laughs> songs. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Come on. It's Purple Moses. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Four Down Territory holiday songs. And uh, this is going to be very controversial, I feel. Big time. Um, Nothing brings out fighting like the holidays. That's right. I feel like uh, I think the beefcake. It's time for you to go Ooh, first. Feels like it's been a while. You mm. think, I feel like you always go second in these. Yeah, because Professor always screws up the first. Pick. We always let him go first because he screws up the first overall. Yeah. All right. Well, I got the first overall. This should be good then. This is interesting because I've got something here. First overall, my big board might fall, so I might. This is tough. Tough situation. You know what? I'm going to go with the surefire bet here. Yeah. I'm going to take my. My left tackle for 10 years to come. Oh. Um, let's run, run Rudolph, baby. Ah. 
<laughs> Good one. Specifically, the Brian Adams version on <laughs> a very special Christmas. Obviously. Because um, he tears it up, man. It's 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 just... See, I would have taken... I had it on my board. I would have taken the Chuck Berry version a, because it, of the Home Alone connection. The Chuck Berry mm. version is great, too, of course. it's That's the classic, you know? Yeah, of course. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love this song. It's a fun, fun rocker, you know? Everybody... Super easy. Everybody can sing along. and uh, Absolutely. Good times. Yeah, yeah good call. Uh, I'm going to go next because I feel like Ooh. Professor never goes third. I'm looking forward to the turn here. Um, I'm, I got to take the one that I feel like has been the most commercially successful. Ah. And so obviously I'm taking Mariah Carey. All God. I want for Christmas is you. Shit. It's back. It topped the charts again. Uh, Every year, it feels like. Yeah. I think a new video came out or something. Yeah. And it's a great song, too. It's awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. So I got to take that one. Just historically significant. It has lasted. You hear it every Christmas for pretty much everything. Yeah. Like you can't turn on a sporting event in December Mm. and not hear that song. Nor would you want to. It's not that great. God bless. I like that song. I do, too. God bless Mariah. If you hadn't taken it, I would have. Yeah, so, that's you know what that. I was thinking. Yeah. That was shrewd. That was okay, shrewd. Okay, well, let's see what you got as a backup um, plan. Then. That was my number two big board. So number one on my big board. Obviously, this song Ooh. kicks so much ass. It like melts <laughs> your yeah. fucking face off. We're talking Carol the Bells done by... He always wastes You could have gotten that the last You could have easily pick. gotten that the last pick. Orchestra. That song kicks so much butt. There's like five guitar harmonies going. It's so good. I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. You could have picked How? it with the last one. How are you not a fan of that? That that doesn't make sense to me. It's so good. I think it's dumb. That's all. No, it's fucking awesome. Well, I'm glad you got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, glad. For you. I'm, I'm glad. Steal the draft right there. <laughs> that you could have had as your last pick. Well, just because you guys that's are dumb Mitch, doesn't make it a bad pick. That's the Mitch Trubisky pick right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I would have traded up for number one to pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I'll you would have. I'll give you all my picks. <laughs> um, uh, next, I have to go with uh, Jingle Bell Rock. But I'm going, I'm going uh, specifically from Mean Girls. Ooh. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. into that. Yeah, uh, yeah. McAdams. I no believe more. that's the original. It, it version. is, but yeah, I, it is. But it is. It is. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I wasn't. Talking. I didn't know there was another version. All right. Well, you redeemed yourself with the second pick. First well, one was awful. Thank God, because your approval really means a lot. You don't play the draft. That's the thing. You don't. You don't play the game. You know what? You just, when right. your guy's on the board, you got to go get your guy. See, that's your problem. Yeah, I'm going to get my guy falling to me. Mm. Okay, mm. fair that's enough. Falling for a reason, I think. All right, um, my second pick. Uh, got to take another one that I feel like is classic. Ooh, taking Eagles. Please come <laughs> home for Christmas. <laughs> Damn it! Bells will be ringing. Yeah, you know, it wasn't even on my big board. Oh, that was the first one I had listed for me. It was definitely on my big board. <laughs> yeah, definitely <laughs> love that song. And you know, a bittersweet Christmas song. If not for mm. Christmas, find yeah. New Year's night. That's right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, there's a sad side to Christmas, and the Eagles, they're not afraid to talk about it. No, no, they're not. They'll go there. Fantastic. And it. One thing I will say, it I whenever I listen to it, it always, it always seems like a blatant ripoff of uh, Oh Darling. Yeah. It's slightly different. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I know. But, but yeah, I, I get what you're yeah. saying. So I will say legally for, different, yeah. which is the best kind of different. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, uh, my parents got um, our family like Eagles tickets for Christmas this year. Nice. It's uh, too bad. And I will be uh, <laughs> uh, holding up a sign asking for the song and a uh, hole in the world. Uh, those will be, my, in the world. Sure. Those will be my two requests. That's the uh, 9-11 tribute <laughs> song. Yeah. Maybe they'll do it as a medley. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be um, um, a Hotel California album tour, but I'm going to be asking for those two. Uh, I'm sure they'll see you in the stands. Yeah. 
That'll right. be Keen. A keen eye looking for you. Yeah, Hole in the was, world. Let's uh let's break yeah. out the acapella. Right, yeah. <laughs> Everyone put down your instruments. <laughs> All right, beefcake, snake draft, two wow. straight picks. Two straight. Well, I'm gonna go get my number one overall here because it fell to me because I'm good at this draft thing, right? Yeah, right, you, you took sure. Ron Rudolph first overall. Yeah. You're really good. It's a good pick. That would have dropped. That's a um would have dropped. I'm gonna take the most metal uh, song. <laughs> I already took it. No, this I already took it. If you so, this is a, a commonly misunderstood song. Uh, I'm taking "Oh Holy Night," and actually, mm, it's supposed that. to be spelled K I K N I G T G H T um, because it's yeah. about a knight who goes and slays dragons in the name of Jesus. Oh wow, that's bad. So badass. if you actually read dragons. Into it, Dragons existed in the time of Jesus. Clearly, we yeah. all know that. Yeah, yeah, that was a big part of the Bible. So, Oh Holy Night is all about this sweet, the like book Theo of, type book of night. dragon. <laughs> yeah, it's about this like, like you've heard of Holy Diver, like that's Oh Holy Night. I've heard of just a different, you know, wow. different context. Okay, there must be like a third verse that I haven't seen before that really kind of delves into this. We'll lore. get into this sometime. I'll I'll post yeah, it. On right. the blog. Love, I'll I'll post an analysis on the right. blog of how fascinating this mythology. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, my next pick, uh, God, this is tough. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take Happy Christmas, War is Over, John Lennon. Ah, damn Love it. that song. Um, you don't, Dude, that song kicks ass. Not as much as I uh, like that song. As much as Trans-Siberian Orchestra does. God. Whatever. Anyway, That's a great song. I think song. it's a super underrated Christmas song, and it's it, it, it really slaps. Yeah, wow. I'm with you there. Okay. All right, uh, my uh, third pick. I got to start looking to my other choices here because some of them have been taken. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take another bittersweet Christmas song. Going to the 80s, taking Last Christmas by Wham. Ah, oh, no. Damn it. That's Great like the song. worst Christmas song. What, <laughs> Love that what song. is wrong with you? Oh. You have your. You can have your Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I feel like I could pick one Christmas song to eliminate from the history of the world, from the archives. It would be that one. Be all I want for Christmas Take, is you, if anything. No, Good I'm Lord. keeping that one. Good Lord. I yeah, got a great too. playlist shaping up here. <laughs> got Mariah. I got Wham. Wham. Got uh, the Eagles. Come on. That is, yeah, that's pretty good. Hey, two two yeah. or three of those are fantastic, but whatever. Oh, that song is okay. terrible. Go ahead and butcher your next two picks then. Um, I got to go with... Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. That's done by the Jackson Five. Ooh, oh, okay. good call. Yeah, there. Good yeah. call. Tito really shines that. The bass line yeah. is all over the place, and Michael's, Michael's bringing the energy. That's one of Michael's uh, best songs. Oh, I for think. sure. He's Prime incredible. Michael. Yeah, yeah. The what he does it's like is, what, like eight or nine? Yeah. And that's like he's a little Maybe, older than yeah. your like classic Jackson mm. Five kind of thing. But like, yeah, the liberties he takes with the melody there, you know, it's <laughs> fantastic. Um, Might I visionary. just really quick also. Uh, point out the pointer sisters uh have a great version oh, as well they? nice oh. and uh of course bruce springsteen awesome yeah, yeah of course probably the worst version of them all okay yeah uh this is hard because there's, there's so many good christmas carols left on my big board it's i don't even don't even know where to go with this um i think i think one thing everyone in the world can agree on is that it's not christmas without the Muppets in it. Uh, so uh, I'm taking 12 Days of Christmas with John Denver and the Muppets. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where each different Muppet comes in and does his own thing. It's like 12 Days of Christmas is probably like the worst Christmas song. It's not good. Um, it but drags. Like, yeah. It takes too long. But the one thing that can like kind of lighten it up is the Muppets. And uh, right. especially when Meeper, I can't remember his name. The guy goes, Meep, Meep, Meep. Yeah, Meeper. Yeah, yeah. Meeper. Yeah. Meeper comes in uh. and just like meeps his, his lyrics. Super funny. <laughs> 
Uh, the only good pick you've had all night. Wow. I agree. I mean, that hurts my feelings a little, but I'm, I'm happy with my list. I'm happy with it. Glad you feel that way. All right. Uh, my final pick. Um, gosh, he's got a couple of them here. Um, I'm going to take one that I waited. This is probably my second or maybe third favorite Christmas song, but oh. uh, I played the game and waited till the final pick. Smart. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Christmas with the Devil by Spinal oh, you Tap. Oh, you suck. <laughs> wow. Listen to it on Christmas Day. I could. <laughs> you. That's right. Wow. Oh, looks I like, hate you looks so like you much. Waited too That's long. right. Waited, uh, bided my time. It's like <laughs> you tried to play the game, uh, Beefcake, and you, you got, got gamed. played. You got, yeah. you got played. That's right. Now Beefcake is scrambling. Yeah. <laughs> he assumed that he was going to have that one. He's googling favorite Christmas songs. He can't find one. Oh no! What is he going to do? Oh <laughs> uh, man! It's a great concept. When you're Christmas in the, war the devil. Pick a snatch from you. That's what makes a good jam Unexpected, right here. Unexpected, yeah. Like, how do you react in times like these? Well, beefcake. You're on the clock. Don't You're let it run clock, out. Mr. Irrelevant. Don't let right. it run out. Well, I'm going to take uh, tick, tick, tick. <laughs> another classic. Uh, God damn you, Rob. Uh, I'm taking Santa Baby. Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know that song, right? Santa Baby. Isn't so. that um, a Christina Aguilera or something uh, like that? It, or? Madonna did it originally. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got you I'm now. sure Christina's done it. I'm sure Britney's done it. I'm sure every female artist ever sure. has done it. Um, but I want the Madonna version. Good call. Sure. Yeah, she's the OG. Was it in eighties? Yeah, that was also on a very special Christmas. You could just take that whole album. Yeah, yeah. Like that's one through thirteen, basically. That's Mm -hmm. the perfect. All right. I think we. What else do you have on your board? Um, let's see. What else I got? Uh, just a standard uh friendly beasts. Oh sure. Always like that one. I I I, Bieber's um little drummer boy. Oh great! Yeah, Yeah, that was on my board too. Uh, Rom. I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Uh, yeah. John Mellencamp. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> John Mellencamp. Oh, it's great. I like not specific to any artist, but like uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Ranger. Sure. Great yeah. song. You know, like just kind of like, huh, you know, Grandma's dead. That's funny. Do uh, they know it's Christmas time at all? Oh, like Band-Aid? Sure. I, I definitely like played that before at like my grandma's house. Like, you know, like Grandma Got Run Over by a Ranger. One uh, sure. I think it's overlooked, Linus and Lucy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is, yeah. that's a great pick. That's a great yeah. pick. Yeah. Any of those, uh, yeah. Those Vince Guaraldi oh, sure. songs are fantastic. Blue Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Standard. Absolutely. A lot of good choices, gentlemen, other than wow. Professor. Well, hey, come on. Like four part guitar harmonies. Like, what more could you <laughs> Spinal yeah. tap. That's yeah. what you could Spinal want tap. Yeah. yeah. Christmas All right, we're going to regroup. When we come back, we're going to wrap things up on Kings of the North. We're back on the Kings of the North. Thanks for coming back with us. We're having Christmas with the devil. Christmas. (laughs) So happy I got that. God, I'm so mad. That yeah. was the highlight of the podcast for me right there. Because this been entire pretty, season. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. This, that look of pain on his face. and I wanted it so bad. He was scrambling afterwards. Yeah, yeah you were. Uh, let's look ahead to this week's games. Um, let's start with my Lions hosting the Packers. Playing the, I mean, the Packers are playing for something here, obviously. First round bye. Yeah. And I this think is a playoff that the, game. 
think that the Lions are going to uh, be the consummate spoiler. And this I don't know would if they're be, going to they're going to give you a little run for your money. Here. This would be ultimate spoiler territory uh, yeah, right. for sure. I mean, after that like double face mask like bullshit, like the NFL owes the Lions this win. Oh, absolutely, they owe it. Like the refs cannot. Nobody be owes David enough. Blau anything. He's gotten everything he's ever <laughs> wanted and more. What about they owe Rory? <laughs> yeah, can Think you of imagine? all he's been through. Yeah. Then a public apology. Yeah, public apology. <laughs> they, should, right. they should like get Rory a couple snaps under center if Blau is oh, struggling. That, you know, that I'll sign me up for that. Yeah. I bet Rory can really spin it. Yeah. He's a great running quarterback, too. <laughs> yeah. Wild, great wild, set of legs. Wildcat. Wildcat wild yeah, with Rory. Awesome. Hell yeah. Well, that's I'm looking forward to that. It's always bittersweet for. I mean, for the teams I'm into, it's always the, <laughs> last, the game, last game. Yeah. You know, you're not playing for anything. Yeah, like your suffering's it's always bittersweet. Over. <laughs> yeah, your suffering's over. Sweet surrender. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's also talk about the the Bears coming to uh, U.S. Minnesota. Bank Stadium. Yeah. So this is a meaningless game for both teams. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, I haven't really been. So fo- what's the Vikings' approach? You think? I don't. Know. I haven't been following the news cycle that closely. I don't know if they've talked about it much or not. Um, but in my mind, obviously they're sitting on Dalvin Cook again, um, which I think sit is out smart. the linebackers yeah. that are hurt. Yeah. The, yeah. I'm guessing they're going to kind of be play cautious. Obviously they can't sit everybody out. You only have so many backups. But I'm, I'm assuming they're going to be like pretty good about getting the backups in and resting sure. them. Uh, I would be fine with a loss. In fact, I'm rooting for a loss. Um, really? Uh, because. If we don't win the Super Bowl, if it's a pretty big if, it improves our draft position a little bit. Okay. Um, no, a loss now doesn't help your draft position. Sure, it does. It's all about when you get knocked out of the playoffs. I feel like I feel like, but if like if multiple teams get knocked out in the same round, and so if you have like then a lower go, record, then it goes by. To, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's, that makes it sense. still has like a some weight man. to it, and I haven't looked at it too closely, but. I mean, like we have nothing to play for. I don't really know what Thielen's deal is. He has he's back, but he hasn't. He's, he's not, not really back. back, you know. So I'm zero he, targets on Monday. Yeah, hopefully they rest him again, or maybe he needs more snaps. I don't really know, but hopefully he gets what he needs, uh, and hopefully Bradbury spends some time with that shake weight. Uh, that's what I'm really focused on is shake weight and some uh, gold bond powder. Yeah, there we go down below. What, what more could uh, a guy need? Yeah, I'm um, sure you got plenty for Christmas. Uh, beefcake. What games matter to the Packers besides the Packers game? Um. Well, there's a couple actually that could potentially hold some some weight. Mm-hmm. If the Saints win uh, against the Panthers, I believe, and Green Bay loses, then Green Bay would only be guaranteed the third seed. Mm-hmm. So even if Green Bay loses, if New Orleans also loses, it doesn't matter. Okay. And then the big one is Sunday Night Football, the return of Beast Mode. Yeah. If the <laughs> yes. Green Bay Packers win and... Beast mode, Seattle Seahawks win at home, mind you, against the San Francisco 49ers. Mm. Your 13-time world champion Green Bay Packers will be the number one seed in the NFC. Wow. Uh, I'm rooting for... Oh, there's two outcomes I like. I like the Packers that are getting the three seeds so we can get that quick Lambo uh, Vikings-Packers like rematch part three. Um, it, I'll remind you all that the year of the Moss Moon, the Packers and Vikings, the Packers beat the Vikings twice that year before yeah, we played in the playoffs. So uh, obviously, I'm just hoping that's going to happen again. Um, otherwise, I'd like you to be the one seed, just because I feel like when you lose in the first, uh, well, second round, I guess technically, second round, it's going to hurt that much more. Um, so, so you're rooting for Seattle? Carry the with expectations me. of the number one yeah, overall. So. I, I guess so. I guess I'm I'm rooting for Seattle to win. Uh, go beast mode. It's, yeah, it feels come weird on. To say that. that sounds awesome. Like, like as, that as is much awesome. as I hate It'll Russell Wilson, fun. I love I love Marshawn Lynch. It'll be um, fun. 
Uh, they're like against Richard Sherman. Hell yeah, yeah, that's cool. Um, and I'm hoping Green Bay loses, but if they win, but if they win, I can live with it. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's, cool. that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at right now. There's multiple avenues of happiness. It feels like the season has gone by so quickly, hasn't it? And yeah, it's not it's, over yet. I know. Oh well. Uh, I'm so many forward, memories. I'm looking forward to the Vikings bio this week, and um, uh, uh, yeah, should be good. I'm looking forward to the Lions one more time being that spoiler. This is the one. Been, I think this is a must-lose game for the Lions, though. The, the uh, nice thing is, the Lions know. have racked up a lot of clutch losses. That's so, true. So they got a they can afford room. to spoil they one. They got some breathing room. Yeah, they, it might cost them like the two pick, but they'll still and be you know in the top what? five. It's in you know? Detroit. It would be, you know, you don't want to leave. You don't want to end the season on like a ten-game losing streak or whatever they've been it's on. Really been. It's. it's I been think a it's lot. getting close. Yeah. If it, if not, and, and if it, it's got to be at least like eight, like. 12 of 13 or something then mm. it's just been a complete, tough. yeah it has been and this would be something positive at least i'm, I'm sure matt patricia is uh, rounding up the trips yeah. to get them going to spoil like a division rivals like playoff seating is, sure. is a special it's thing to about do. as good a spoiler as you can get so yeah, that's, that's all right. you can ask for yeah especially if you're feeling like maybe a little vengeance for whatever reason oh detroit loves vengeance <laughs> that's all they have yeah. left all they have. that's right when the fall is all you have left, the fall is very important. <laughs> so, well, we'll come back and we'll uh, we're going to have a lot to talk about next week in I'm terms sure of uh, playoff uh, scenarios playoff. and everything. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, gentlemen, I hope you had a beautiful Christmas and uh, a happy New Year coming up here. So, uh, not too happy. Yeah, not too bad. Okay. Uh, so, for that, for the beefcake, I have the high ground for Professor Pigskin. And from my point of view, the Packers are evil. This is Rob with an H. Thanks for joining us on the Kings of the North. <laughs>